speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is for Thursday, January 2nd, 2020. Thank you for watching on today's show. We got a recap of the full year. And, um, oh, frig. I forgot to turn the fucking speakers on again. So the intro is going to be not timed up properly. And I don't know what to do from here. So I'll just keep rapping until the intro disappears. And it's off time, but that's all right. Because my speaker won't even turn on or the light. Hi. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the show. I was off for a week and this one is super late, but that's okay. Thank you for tuning in or watching or whatever. It is the year 2020. And shout out off the top, as always, to my motherfucking Patreons, John, Greg, Isaac, Joel, Mike, Bree, Bryce, and Brees, and Tunde, and Marnus. And I don't even know if you guys still are even on my Patreon anymore, but the fact that you signed up initially and were disappointed by the lack of content is, that's fine. <laughs> I'm completely okay with that. The fact that you were there with me when the idea started, but now we're doubling down 2020. Fucking, we talked about this before, two podcasts a week. Joel uh, Whitford said that I should probably release the Monday one only on Patreon to incentivize you to join my Patreon. Um, so I might start doing that, I think is a good thing to do. Um, <coughs> so we'll start doing that, and then the Danny and Drew show is coming 2020. We're going to try to do that weekly. If we can't do it weekly, then we're definitely going to do it monthly for sure. So that's great, and here we are. So it is 2020. I hope you guys had a good New Year's. I hope you had a good Christmas. Um, as my uh, fellow uh, more famous podcasting uh, comedian Mark Marin says, did you go back to the scene of the crime? <laughs> did you go back to the fucking scene of the crime? Did you go there and you and you unle unleashed it all? Did you did you start with a smile and end with a fuck you? because <laughs> christmas is hard man family stuff is hard you know you you uh you start with these people you don't choose these people you start with them and then you kind of just fucking go from there man so uh i was lucky this year lucky <laughs> i was not in edmonton for christmas this year i was not at home i did not see my uh anybody of my family on over christmas i spent christmas in uh toronto but i did see uh, my family in the beginning of December when I was out in Alberta for my December tour, which was nice. Um, it's nice to to be at low doses. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we got it. We're working on bigger doses uh, because there there was a lot of overdosing of emotional surrogacy for many years um, that uh, needed to sh shut down. So that's nice. And now we're now we're working on increasing the dosage. To, we're looking for the appropriate dose because obviously the dosage was far too high earlier, but you don't want no dose. You still want to, you know, be an active member of, of your uh, nuclear family. Um, so, yeah, so it's been good. 2020, we're cranking up the dose a little bit. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll find the right mix that everyone's happy with. <laughs> um, but my Christmas was good. I spent it in Peterborough, and uh, which is where Courtney's from. Um, with her family, and it was just lovely, pleasant. As always, Courtney's aunt is just fucking killing it in the kitchen. And then, uh, just had, I just, it was nice. I just took two weeks off of stand-up, bro. Like, I was doing shows in town here and there, just popping in, trying to fucking muscle my way on, you know? <laughs> trying to throw what little weight that I have in this city around. And uh, it was good. 
Buddy, the Corner Comedy Club had a Christmas party. Shout out Joe Tachito. Yeah, Mr. Zen Man. And it was nice, man. Partying in a room full of comedians is actually fucking awesome. If you ever get a chance to go to a comedians only party, like I highly recommend it. Everyone's freestyling. Like it's just wildly entertaining. And it's not like shitty, like white guy free. Like it is shitty white guy freestyling. <laughs> but it's better than your average shitty white guy freestyling. So that's nice because <laughs> there's the comedic aspect behind it. And then New Year's, buddy. Again, two years in a row, I didn't have a New Year's gig, man. None, I'm not taking no fucking $200 New Year's gig, buddy. This is a hard night. And uh, if I am not famous enough to book a fucking New Year's gig, then I ain't going to do it because <laughs> it sucks. I did New Year's gigs every day, every New Year's for like nine years or whatever, eight years. So uh, I took the last two off. Hey, okay. And I made a nice prime rib because prime rib is the fucking king. I would, I don't know, short ribs, rib meat, beef, rib meat is the king of, of meat. Of all meats, I find it to be the most luxurious in uh, texture and temperament as well. It is, a, it is a finicky piece of meat that must be cooked properly. So I did a reverse sear. I had a nice three pounder, two bone prime rib. Let it chill out in the fridge overnight with the salt and pepper coating on it to, to, to help, you know, suck a little bit of moisture from the surface and let the salt in there to permeate the fucking membranes. And then we pop that low and slow in the oven, like 220 degrees until we reach an internal temperature of around 130. 125 is ideal for like medium rare steaks, but this is a prime rib, man. There's a lot more fat in there that you want to get gelatinous and melting. So we like to cook it a little bit higher to like a 130. Take that out of the oven. Just tent it, buddy. We the the roast was done at seven, buddy. We're tenting her till like eight thirty nine. Fuck, man, that's all good. After you're done tenting the roast in the foil, just pop her in a searing hot cast iron with a little bit of uh, what did we do in there? I don't even remember. I was kind of drinking by the time we were <laughs> by the time we were getting the rib on the fucking. In the prime rib on the cast iron, buddy. But yo, I also did a garlic and herb infused butter, man. Mashing up that garlic with the sage, the thyme, the rosemary. Put that in a little saucepan. Let that fucking chill out. You know, you know, get the flavors all melting. Never boil. Just a low, um, a low flame. Get that going. Strain out all the herbs. And now you got your garlic and herb infused butter that you mix into the mashed potatoes, buddy. All the herby and garlicky goodness infused into the butter in the mashed potatoes, okay? This is some fucking next-level flavor profiling stacking that we're talking about here. And uh, it's nice. It's, it's heavy, so you don't need anything else. Just a light arugula salad on top of that. And, buddy, we're fucking ready to go. Had a late lunch, too. This is how uh, how we're killing it. Had a late lunch with a meatball trapezino, buddy. I, I was making this dough. If you're seeing on my Instagram... I was in Rome and they were selling these fucking trapezinos. They're little triangle sandwiches and they stuff it with meatballs. It's like a fucking pizza dough in a triangle stuffed with meatballs. I it was able to find a recipe to replicate the fucking pizza dough. Courtney made some boss ass meatballs. Pop that in. This is a beautiful fucking thing. Shout out to Elaine motherfucking Jenkins making the best tiramisu that I ever had in my entire life. That is the fucking shit. New Year's Eve was sick. And now it's fucking into the new year, 2020, buddy. And we're going fucking full steam ahead. Look at my business socks. My business socks. Uh, and we're just ripping it, buddy. Okay. We're straight ripping it. Full steam ahead. 
ACR not letting me talk about it too much, okay? I'm just going to say the initials. We're in the final stages not talking about it, okay? This is me not talking about the final stages of casting for ACR. I'm not talking about it. Some people are in the final stages of casting. I not Not anybody that you would know. But Danny and Drew did apply, and we're allowed to say that, okay? And other than that, I'm fucking shutting up because we're in the confidentiality part of the fucking thing here, and we don't want to start fucking up. I don't even know if I, I don't, are they going to watch this? Do, who, I feel sorry because if we do get this, then there's got to be some fucking social media guy that's going to have to go through every single contestant's every tweet that they ever tweeted to see if they said any fucked up shit man like that's what happens when you get on tv now they like you gotta either scrub your shit or just be squeaky clean because even if you said one fucked up thing like you might be fucked right so you got to make sure all your humor's in good taste and you're not punching down man i've never been one to punch down i don't think but uh i do fucking swear and talk about dope all the time Which I don't know if that's a, you know, a bad thing. It's just how I am, man. I just think it's funny. I just like swearing and I fucking am really down for the dope, buddy. Okay? So that's that's just who I am. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, that was how was my week. That was, that was, oh, yeah. how was my week? That was pretty fucking good. Um, <laughs> oh, also, I might be playing in a band, buddy. I got a fucking, I got a, I think I might just might need, rock just mic on hand for this podcast from now on. <gasps> Should I just do an audio version? Does anybody even watch this fucking thing on YouTube? <laughs> it would be wildly easier for me to just fucking do this thing only on the Spotify and iTunes. Because then you got to sync up the audio and the video, and that just takes a lot of time, man. With the the audio, you just fucking drop it. But then the video, you got to take the little SD card out of here and then fucking put it on iMovie and then sync it up with the thing and then fucking re-upload that and then upload that. I don't know. Maybe it's worth it, I think. I like it. It's a lot of work, but it's good. And um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I saw New Year's Day. I saw the movie Parasite, which is a freaky-ass movie from Korea. Spoiler alert, if you want to watch Parasite, don't listen to the next fucking two minutes of the podcast because, spoilers starting now, it is a fucking crazy ass movie that in the beginning for like an hour, you're like, okay, this, what the fuck is this movie about? Like, it's seemingly like this guy like gets this job tutoring some chick and then he gets his sister in working for the other kid and then he gets his dad in and his mom and this, this whole fucking weird family and then they're like... They're kind of shitty people. And then, but also, no one is good. This is a really weird movie because there is no clear, like, protagonist or antagonistic. I think it had themes of wealth inequality were definitely present. Um, but, man, the ending is fucking gnarly. And you're like, <laughs> And I just wanted, I wanted it to be more of a fucking Shakespearean fucking Scottish play ending. But uh, it wasn't, but it was still a good movie. Uh, reading subtitles for two hours sucks, kind of, not really. I, I guess you get used to it. Because I saw, uh, I was watching all the Ip Mans when I was coming back from Mexico. I was trying to chip away at all the Ip Mans. But it's like all those movies, all those karate movies are the same. It's like, you know, he's going to win. So it's just like, <laughs> he's just going to fucking whoop for like two hours, which is pretty sick, actually, too. Just watch some guy like Merc, like 40,000 dudes for like two hours. Uh, can you guys hear that? What's that? 
time for big news with Drew. On today's big news, we got a real fucking doozy of a of a story. This is straight out of the CBC, buddy. Straight out of the Ontario government lost forty two million dollars selling cannabis. Is that going to zoom in on that? No, it's not. The Ontario government lost forty two million dollars selling dope. Now, in my experience selling dope, the only fucking way that you lose money selling dope is if you get high on your own supply, which is in Biggie Smalls clearly laid it out for all of us in the 10 Crack Commandments, bro. Rule number four, I know you heard this before, never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want an ounce, tell them bounce. But man, you fucking, how do you lose money selling dope? What are you, fucked? <laughs> weed is free and you can sell it for fucking ten dollars a gram of it for a little gram of it is ten dollars buddy for like a gram of popcorn is like a fucking is like a penny for a gram of corn but for a gram of weed it's like 10 bucks <laughs> like i bought fucking three pounds of popcorn for seven dollars the other day for me to buy three pounds of dope Fuck, buddy. What am I talking? 500 for a QP. So what are we talking? Fucking 17, 50, maybe 16 for a, for a pound, maybe three. Get it for like 4,200 bucks for a pound of dope for three pounds of dope. Come on now. And <laughs> you guys are losing fucking 42 million dollars. And also Doug Ford, the premier of Ontario, has been selling dope. If anybody should have been able to pull off a fucking successful transition into the legal market, it's a guy that's been slanging hash and Markham since he was fucking 14. Come on. 42 million dollars selling dope. That's so fucking stupid. All they had to do, and there was, I was living in ground zero of Kensington Market. This is ground zero of in the interim between Trudeau getting elected and fucking saying that he was going to legalize weed. When he legalized weed up until the implementation on October 17th, that like year and a half. Buddy, that was the fucking best time because dispensaries were popping up everywhere and the cops couldn't do fuck all except for come in and shut them down and you cut off the head of a Hydra and 10 more pop out, right? And all they had to do was go to every single one of those dispensaries and say, sign this fucking paper and you're good to go. And, and, and all they had to do was go to everybody who was growing dope and say, sign this fucking paper. And there you go. And then we're going to have a little bit of a regulatory agency to make sure that your dope isn't fucked up. But it's not even that hard, man, because nobody who's growing dope wants to grow shitty dope. You want to fucking grow some good dope. <laughs> I told you I talk about weed and swear too much. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Ontario fucking Cannabis Retail Corporation lost forty two million dollars. Um, they made 64 million, but they spent 106 million. So this is just a fucking slush fund. All these cocksuckers at the top are just, what do you spend a hundred million dollars setting up dope stores for? You get to set up a website for a hundred bucks on Wix and start your dope operation with a fucking healthy ounce. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous, man. Like to sell, lose money selling dope. The world, no, like everybody wants to fucking, what am I trying to say? All you had to do was just do the right thing, but nobody wants to do the right thing. They want to do their fucking thing or whatever the fuck, or they want to use children as shields. <laughs> They're like, but the children, fuck you, the children. You're just trying to snake 40 million bucks or some shit. I don't know, man. 
But I think that if you're losing money selling dope, then you need to fucking lay off the dope. <laughs> All right, sick. Okay, good. This week with Drew for January. Buddy, we're doubling down. Monday is going to start the new one. I haven't decided if I'm going to release it only on Patreon. Uh, I think I probably should. Feedback. I don't know. Hit me up. Slide in my DMs. Instagram, Facebook. Email the show this week with Drew at gmail.com. I don't have Instagram for the show yet. I don't know. Fuck. I fuck. But we're doubling down. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Fucking pedal the metal. Oh, it's going on.